to Who Put Netflix On, Season 4, Episode 47, where we watch Too Hot to Handle, Season 1, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. We got Rob. Hello. We got Brian. Hey. We got Noah. Hey. We got Annabeth. Hey. Harrison. What's happening? We got Max. Hello. And we got James. Hey, what up? And we got a full boat. This whole quarantine thing, no one else has anything better to do than be on this podcast. This is it, man. This is this is it. Yeah. So this is a this is a Netflix joint. This is Netflix trying to get those love shows out there, and we keep watching them. How long they love experiments? They do love the experience, Brian. But how long have we been in love month? It's the month that will never end. Well, to be fair. Two episodes ago was about Tiger King. The episode before that was about some stupid Bush family. Hey, there was a lot of loving going on in Tiger King. He had so many husbands. <laughs> That's fair. There was a lot of love discussion. And then before that was a Top Chef. Like Love really? of food. They just love that this food. This is a very stereotypical love show, at least episode one. When are we Harrison. becoming who put the love on? <laughs> Harrison, give me the show description. On the shores of paradise, gorgeous singles meet and mingle, but there's a twist. To win a $100,000 grand prize, we'll have to give up sex. Too hot to handle on Netflix. That's a that's a nice, tight description. Good job, Netflix. Not, not a three-paragraph, this is this season on kind of description like we get sometimes. I, I like the marathon descriptions. I, I, the, you've put some effort into your show descriptions. No, no, I don't. No. Th- I don't think a short description means you didn't put any effort into it. Netflix is mailing them in. <laughs> the soul Look, of wit, Rob. You're in Netflix. You're not trying to read stuff. You're trying to watch a show. Tell me what the show's about in a couple sentences or less, or get on with it. Yeah. So this show is very much. At least this first episode is essentially just the first episode of Love Island. It introduces all of the people. And they're like, I'm sexy. I want to bang everyone. And everyone wants to bang me. And then that's the end of the episode. Well, at least the end of this episode, they say that they can't have sex. But like up until that point, it was very much like a Love Island, Bachelor in Paradise, kind of just generic where, you know, banging hot and they're hot. Bang. Right? <laughs> they're banging hot. <laughs> they're banging hot. And they're hot? I do feel no, they're like... banging and hot. Oh, okay. They're nuts to nuts banging hot. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be nuts to nuts. The, I feel like this crew uh, on the show was a little bit more extreme in terms of how like they're just ready to get going than, than other shows. Like, I don't know how they did the casting on this or what their producer's show notes were before they revealed the twist, but they're like, they had this... Well, we'll get into details, but like they were really going right from the start. You know, in a way, I feel like was was different than the average show. Yeah, they definitely primed the pump. Um, <laughs> like before they went in, or they gave like it would be interesting to see the premise they gave to the contestants going in because it was clearly like we're pitching you as sexual animals. Like, go get it, tiger. It definitely feels like they found the ten sluttiest people on earth. Uh, I wouldn't call them slutty. Brother. I'm what? just saying they're like ready to get down. What world are these not slutty people? I don't like... Those are synonyms. So, it not- has like a bad connotation of like they're just letting anyone come in. We're like, these folks are like, wow, that looks good. Let me go get some of that. Two different things. So you're saying two, that these people totally are, different things. These people aren't slutty because they have standards. That's what you're telling yeah, me. A hundred percent. Noah is saying since they're good sluts, they're not sluts. No, 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 no. You're not just let, let letting when anyone come in the house. You're just saying, look, if you meet the standard, come on in. Big difference. No, I mean, so we don't know that Noah. You're just making that conjecture. They're only surrounded by hot people. They didn't bring anyone in that was like not so attractive and like be like, oh, I don't want to bang that because he's like not attractive. We don't know. I mean, 
Keyshawn. If hot people I have a hot take, nobody cares. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's one dude on the show that said he's had sex with like a thousand people or something. So <sighs> he claimed most of the guys on the show are such creeps. I would probably say the guys are probably like highest level more slutty than the girls are. Sure, yeah. But like three of them are talking like yeah, I'm the alpha male, like some straight up pickup artist shit. Oh yeah. Well we get into that. I think it I wrote down all the people and where they're from. I think that's the best way to go through the minutiae of this episode, because it's essentially just introing all the people. Can we not call them their names and just call them where they're from? Except for the Londoners, because there's like five. We could, we could. I, I, I agree names with Max. And you can call them you want, Max. Are totally irrelevant. <laughs> Before we say the names, like I do, I like that the show has a very international vibe to the, the casting. Like I think that's a solid move of just mixing up people from different places. You know, uh, apologies to Noah. Find the sluttiest people in all the different different countries and get them all together. Like, I want to know what the casting call for this show was. Like, how do you get people from all these countries? And is it the producers from Love Island that's doing this? Because it's it's got a very Love Island feel. Um, Noah's giving me the no signal. It, it is not. Uh, ITV produced Too Hot to Handle. Fremantle Media is behind Love Island. I don't know what else they've done. They're they're, they're both pretty big pr- pr- producers, just two different companies. Okay. All right, so our first contestant that shows up is Chloe from Essex, UK. She's addicted to social media was the first thing that she was introduced with, and then she kind of disappeared from the show. She makes out with someone. Does she? Yeah, during the blindfold segment. Oh, well, everyone made out during the blindfold segment. Uh, her, her main personality trait is the same as everybody's personality trait, which is she horny. <laughs> uh then we got sharon he's from new jersey he Sorry. he signed up for christian mingle and he loved he was flirting with Rhonda, which we'll get into Rhonda. but there's some pretty heavy flirting before the whole sex band so we'll see how that goes going well, forward. Should we cue it up that they're they're introing the people and they reference it about every two minutes that there's 12 hours until they're going to announce and enact the sex ban. And so the, 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 the narrator will have to get into the narrator just like pointing out every time they say something really slutty, like they don't know what's coming. And so that's a, a recurring theme throughout this episode. Do you think it was legitimate 12 hours? Like they, they came like... in during the day, and then it was definitely night when they when they made the announcement. So I, it's plausible. There's not like, really any reason not to believe the twelve hour timeline here. What do you mean? They there's show a reason up for me to not believe. It. There's it's daytime and there's drinks, <laughs> and then you know skip ahead. There's some people making out, getting ready to go at it, and then Lana boots up, and then it's apparently midnight, which seems very believable because these people have been drinking all day and they're ready to hook up. Or was it midnight? Did they say it was midnight? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They said several times, like, yep, tonight at midnight, then the band goes in play. Like, I don't know if it was, like, 12 hours to the minute, but, like, it's it's close enough. Like, it's definitely not, like, the next day or anything like that. Like, this was was in one day. It starts during the daytime. It's nighttime at the end. It's, it's, you know, close enough either way. We got to get back to the blindfold thing. I think that's important. Oh, we'll definitely get back to the blindfold thing. Uh, The next contestant that comes in is Haley. She's from Florida. And she has a tattoo on her back, but she doesn't know what the language of the tattoo is. She is not even that she doesn't know what it says. She doesn't even know a language. No, no, no. I think she. So right after her, she says she doesn't know what language it is. She goes to her confessional, like saying some sorority bullshit. And I think that's what she thinks is tattooed on her back. So, which I assume would be Latin. She but didn't she seem to imply that, that, that though. Because she doesn't. She seems real dumb. Those were two separate. Yeah, those were two separate things. Like, I don't know. She was I, like, "Yep, that's... I'm a Zeta sorority gore, blah blah, whatever her chant was." And then uh, she's like, "Yeah, I don't know what this tattoo is. No clue." And she, she just said real she didn't know what the tattoo language was. She doesn't like, not I, necessarily know. She what doesn't she know what direction north is. <laughs> 
Like, I, I don't think the tattoo says a sorority-related thing, but I do believe it's possible that she told the tattoo artist to put some a certain phrase in a different language, and she knows the phrase, but not the language. But I don't think we know what the phrase is. It's probably gibberish. Like, the um, dude could have wrote whatever. How would she know? Chances are high it's gibberish. Right. We learn later that this girl doesn't know where Australia is. Yeah. The, the narrator is very quick to imply that she is real dumb and doesn't know geography. It's hard to tell sometimes with these shows how dumb these people really are. Because producers can make it kind of any way they want. But she's not making it look good for her. But there were so many smart, just brilliant moments with just witty, anything witty. Yeah. Uh, our next contestant is David. He's from the UK and he has hashtag love sex party in his intro. Um, they're really, I think he kind of disappeared from the show too. What was it much to say? Anyone got any David minutia? No. Was David the first one who tried to flirt with Rhonda? Mm, I believe that was somebody else. Is David the tall one? The no, tall. there's there's two like there's two taller gentlemen. Well, then one so is a white guy, one is a black guy, and yeah, the, I don't know which one's which. So What's we've got name? Harry is the next guy. Oh, he's the tall one. Harry, so we got, yeah, he's from Queensland, Australia. And he's got a weird haircut. Weird haircut, Australian Harry. <laughs> this is true. He does have a weird haircut. He is known for going to a bar and yelling "Crikey." Which is a tor- my terrible impersonation of it. And he says the women just flock to him. That's all he does. I mean, so where do you think he lives? So he can't do that in Australia and have women flock to him. So Definitely he has not. to live, like, in the UK or in America somewhere. I don't know, man. Lives in LA. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever they're pulling these people from. Yo, Internet Corner, I got LA for $1. Uh, and then we've got uh, Francesca. She's from British Columbia, Canada. I have no minutia for Francesca. Was she the one that got somebody to put suntan lotion on her butt? No, that was wrong. Uh, okay, Rhonda. sorry. They all blend together. Yeah. <laughs> from British Columbia. Um, she has over 340,000 as a taping um social media followers they did not classify which platform what's the current number i think it's probably cumulative like twitter right. instagram right. oh, oh snap yeah i'll go if off. you're gonna brag about that like you gotta brag about your cumulative number <laughs> yeah but that's, that's like overlap like uh, it's kind of <laughs> you just you just brag about the gram the gram is all we care about i mean obviously you know the proper thing to do would be just brag about the gram but I think you brag about whatever the number is the biggest. So, Noah, what's the current number? I'm sure you've already looked it up. I haven't looked it up yet. Uh, I'm, I'm on IMDb. I'm going to get Harry's location, and then I'll find out Francesca's. There, there's location. an internet queue going on. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need and more he's... internet corners so, uh, to, to paralyze this? And he's playing with a dog right now. Better. We're watching on Zoom. It's really yeah. impressive. Waits for how many followers she has. Nobody cares. It's true. Uh, she also kind of disappeared from the show. Uh, we have Matthew is our next contestant. He's from Colorado, and he looks kind of like Jesus. Everyone just calls him Jesus. The announcer, the host calls him Jesus. A lot of, uh, he has a cross tattoo. Um, he is also the only one that shows up. So this this house, which we should get into at some point a little bit more, is gorgeous. It's on the beast. It's obviously in a tropical location. And this guy is the only dude to show up, not in a bikini or swim trunks. And he is wearing a beanie, like a long tee, and some weird pants, which I, I don't know the name of, but they're the ones that are really super baggy. But like they're like weird yoga pants of some kind. Does anyone know what those are? Somebody's got a parachute. They have like a crotch <laughs> that is like almost to the ground, basically. No, Brian, Brian got it. Is it uh, parachute pants? You can do yoga in parachute pants? No, these aren't like the classic parachute pants. All right, so we got an update on the, the winner. Um, 
Francesca now has 1.4 million followers on Instagram. Wow. She's making bank, which I'm sure was her plan. Good for her. Um, Harry does live in L.A., so James coming in with the ringer. Boom. And Harry's also trying to cash in already um, by putting his catchphrases on the show on merch. So you can buy a boyfriend dick sweatshirt uh, <laughs> on his website. I was going to get to that when we got back to the campfire. All right. White elephant gift idea. <laughs> I, I also got some hairy internet corner stuff that it, Harry was on the New Zealand version of Love Island and Ooh. won. He won Love Island? He won, uh, what's it called? Heartbreak Island in 2018. Is that a uh, doppelganger we need to do? Uh, I think I think it is. If we, as always with the international shows, if we figure out how to get Heartbreak Island, we we should do it. The hairy season. The issue is it's going to be the same show as this, so it's, <laughs> it's like really it's like what's the point? But they um, might actually be kissing on that show. Maybe, um, yeah. So Matthew, I've got some. He's a he questions monogamy. And he wants to spread his seed to all continents and races. That was his like big intro. Oh, quite the, that's, probably the, that's one of the like, creepiest things I heard. Yeah. He also likes model looking girls. You know, that model look. Skinny. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty he, sure that was the quote. <laughs> he, he stands out. like He's a very different uh, persona than everyone else on the show. Everyone Everyone else is like, looks like you can find him in a club. Um, yeah. He just is like, nah, bro, I'm just going to get stoned on the mountain. Well, there's a couple people that stand out. We've got Jesus, because he looks very different than the other four guys. There's two guys from like the UK and Australia that they're just pale white guys. And there's black guys with lots of muscles. And like, one I is tall, one the is short. Between the two white guys. Oh, the and other two white guys? The no women clue. also kind of just don't stand out at all either. You got the one black woman, and then, like, some of the other women kind of stand out, some don't, like... Doesn't Sharon, like, say something about the women where, like, he rates them on a scale of from, like, vanilla bean to, like, <laughs> some other <laughs> food of some sort? <laughs> Chocolate something? Peanut there was a, there was a whole was. coffee uh, yeah. ra- or ice cream range that he, he went through with, with the... Uh, um, oh yeah, cocoa butter was in the mix, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh, our next contestant was Rhonda. She's from Georgia, and this is the person that got the most airtime for episode one. People were like going. She was sunbathing, and two contestants came out and flirted with her while she was doing so. One got much farther than the other. Um, Sharon went out there second and got her to lay on top of him with pillows like on his crotch. It's a very interesting kind of situation. And then they made out a bit, you know, before the ban. This is the most action anyone's probably going to get the whole week. Maybe. Francesca and, and Harry uh, did, did some deeds. Or did the, some deeds. Yeah. Uh, after, anyone else got anything they want to talk about with Rhonda? She's very proud of her butt. Um, very, very proud of it. Uh, the one thing I want to discuss is that she's got Wolverine claws. Her nails are just so big. They're gross. They're so scary. They they play this blindfold game that we'll talk about, but like you have to guess like who is touching you. And I was like, man, they'll definitely know because her claws are just going to be clawing their face. Well, no, it seems like she was like dedicating a lot of effort to not touching their face. It's horrible to watch. Yeah, it's a very like, I just can't stand them. It's a very big like turn off for me. I can't. Big nails are no go. Uh, then we've got Nicole. She's from Cork, Ireland, and uh, she's real slutty. That's all, all I got about that's her. All, that's all you got. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, then we got Kells. He's from London. Uh, he's a bla- big black gentleman. He Lion King is his favorite movie. 
and he's the alpha. He does no chasing. I'm the captain now. I mean, Lion King is his favorite movie, and they showed his tattoo he has of a big lion's face with a crown on it. <laughs> it's really like, you see the tattoo, and he's like, Lion King is my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think it's a re- reference to the new Lion King or the old Lion King? <laughs> oh, that that must be a recent tattoo if it's if it's new Lion King. Right. I don't think it's the new one. That would be weird. I mean, this guy seems weird, but like, uh, when do you think this was filmed? Maybe this was filmed before the new Lion King came out. You know, we don't know. Mm. It's true. Let me go back yeah. to the corner. But uh, like, did he also say like, this tattoo is how I see myself? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> There's some weird tattoos on this though. <laughs> um, did anybody else see the tattoo that Rhonda has on her arm that says Rhonda? We we saw it. We're like, is that? I said like, does that say Rhonda? And I didn't pause it to like actually look at it hard enough to see what it actually says. But I'm glad you confirmed that it says I Rhonda. Think so. I was looking at it really hard too. It was, it was a. It's not a very good tattoo. I almost thought it was too long to be Rhonda. Like the start looked like Rhonda, but it felt like it kept going. So I was wondering if it was more than just Rhonda. But I I think it definitely has Rhonda as least as a part of it, which is. You know, very right. strange thing to tattoo on yourself. I got to tattoo my own name on myself. Hey, tweet at us if you know what that tattoo says. There's another weird tattoo, or maybe this isn't weird. Maybe There's lots of weird tattoos. There are a lot of weird tattoos. The one guy who's flirting with Rhonda has a tattoo like on his bicep, but it's it's upside down to us. It would be right side up if he puts his arm up. Is that normal? Is that a thing? Well, I think it's like normal when he like puts his arm up to flex. Yeah, right? it's bicep up. Well, no, like the, it would have to be like straight up for because it was like a mountain scene. It would have to be all the way up for it to be for it to be normal. This okay, wasn't so the, this wasn't the Wolfpack like, tattoo. Look at it when he looks like, down. Is the idea he got it? He's like, I want to look down at my arm and see it right side up. So you got to put it upside down for everyone else. I think Maybe. Rob's onto it. All these people are clearly very selfish people. So there's no reason to think otherwise. And Rhonda wants to be a jaguar in the tattoo? No, a cheetah. Baby cheetah. Cheetah. Who was the guy with the wolfpack tattoo? What was that? That was Sharon. Sharon. Okay. I thought it was the white guy had the wolfpack tattoo. I don't think so. Maybe they got matching tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, the next kind of person I think we should need to talk about is the host. Ugh. Okay, I have some internet corner on the host. Okay, give it to me. To be a dominatrix. The what? host was a dominatrix. Yep. Well, I Who think... was the host? What's her name? Some lady. Oh, oh. Obviously, not... it's the lady. <laughs> was the so, most useless. That was just the random. Let's, let's like... dial back a little bit. So, the show does not have a sort of traditional host setup in that there is a narrator that to date we have not seen. We don't, doesn't introduce her name. It's just this disembodied voice talking. And then there is an, uh, you know, next level Amazon Alexa meets a lava lamp situation. That is the thing that actually interacts with them and, and talks to the people. Well, that, that, that's the so. next character I wanted to talk so, about. So I don't think there's a host. There's a narrator and there's Alexa, a.k.a. Well, just, Lana. The narrator they, that is they're, the they're, they're, They combine to be the host. Okay. Fat, if you never fine. see her on screen, I don't think you get to be the host. Is this narrator the same narrator as from The Circle? It really <laughs> seems like it, but no, she is not. Okay. This yeah. host, compared to The Circle host, is very mean. Like, there's definitely some comments where I'm like, oh, that's a mean comment. Where, and there's sometimes I find it funny. So if I don't find it funny, it feels mean. I so, mean, it's supposed to be very snarky and funny mean. So if, if it's not funny, it, it's supposed to be mean. Like, it's not accidentally mean. So there's a lot of negging going on. But that's a pickup <laughs> artist move. Is, is it negging when they can't hear you, though? Oh uh, well, you could watch it and be nagged later. I guess. <laughs> uh, I got some quotes written down from our favorite narrator. Um, so at some point, somebody was like making out, and they were like, "They're not even aware." Uh, 
like an air freshener is going to cock block you later. Yep. And then Good line. at some point she said, PP in your picnic. Oh yeah. Was aligned. I think when Rhonda had a guy on or was on top of a guy. So um, oh, she had to look out for ants. She was saying that when the virtual assistant tells them about the sex ban, that's going to ruin their parade or in her words, PP on their picnic. Thank you, Max. I didn't uh, remember you, Jack. Coming back from the corner, they taped this in uh, March 2019 uh, up and through a- April 2019. So before the new Lion King. <laughs> yes, so. before the new Lion King. So OG Lion King OG confirmed. Lion King reigns. So maybe now the new Lion King is his favorite movie. And maybe it's been usurped. He got a different tattoo of a different lion with a crown. Maybe, hot take, he hates all Lion Kings now because the new Lion King... Like ruined the old Lion King form. He only likes Will Smith Aladdin now. <laughs> so yeah, so the next thing we gotta talk about is this Lana character, mm-hmm. which is the beefed up Alexa, which is just somebody talking. Maybe they're talking it like talks so slow. I'm like so annoyed at it and I wasn't even there. It's not a real thing. It's just the fucking producers again. It's the same thing as the circle and all this bullshit made up for TV technology that's not real at all. And I don't understand this need to insert a fake device in a world where these devices actually exist. Like, it's fine. Just put a person there. We don't need this. Well, this one seems like a budget thing. Yeah. Like the circle, it's like part of the show and it's like a mechanism to get things to happen in the show. And like in the show, it seems totally unnecessary. And the only reason could possibly be that they don't want to have a person. Right. They I just couldn't get the narrator the to reason? do it. It seems why like an aesthetic. Do it? it would definitely be a better show with a host, but there's like, but what if an inanimate object hosted it? So here's the thing. Let us sort of play out this alternate universe where the host is a person. The host is Chris Harrison. You're saying devil. that this poor host has to be on site 24-7 and run into a room whenever anybody's banging and say, stop it. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, I Max think this is point. definitely on purpose to be like, if if you keep watching, they'll be like, the Alexa will wake up and be like, stop it. And remind I thought you. Stop some points like the next day. I thought like Chris Harrison would roll in and be like, you live, you lose a million dollars. Maybe, but that's like maybe how it was pitched versus like how it actually went. I don't know. Like there's an ideal version of this that you pitch. And then there's like, would you actually do or two different things? I, I think it's just, they're just, they're trying to really set up a big brother vibe and you can argue whether it worked or not, but that's what they're, they're trying to, to do with the fact that there's this, the host is in every room watching you at all times. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it that, definitely seems like more of a like perfect house. that's always watching you versus like a host. That's just like kind of comes in and out is not necessarily always watching you. Yeah. It's always a reminder. I'll concede the argument that in this situation, you need the the robot thingy to have just, or like a speaker system to have the mechanism to insert yourself when things happen. Because a normal person to do that would just be weird. So I'll concede that one. Yeah, I think. Although it still is annoying and stupid. And it would be amazing if like one of the producers had to just kind of hop into the bedroom as soon as someone started banging and just be like, oh. That's 500 bucks. <laughs> Dude, they do that anyways on the challenge when somebody's about to punch somebody. What's the difference? Well, like you you could have the you could have Lana in every room and still have a host and be like these things are in every room and if something yeah. goes that's going to go off and so it's watching you, I'll see you tomorrow and you know that it, it's a it's a solvable problem to have the 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 uh a personal intervention mechanism and a real host i got a better idea for you you take the hundred grand you put it in a plexiglass thing in the middle of the room in the middle of this whole house and anytime any of these sexual things are happening which we'll get into you basically you know spoiler you lose money there's a hundred k on the line uh if any of these things happen instead of having this dumb lana robot the money just starts draining out cash starts flying out the plexiglass tube what if the money caught on fire no, that's that's illegal, Rob. Have you guys ever seen the movie uh, Demolition Man? 
No. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it takes place in a like perfect future. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. The three seashells. Those are perfect. Anytime you like curse or say fuck, a little like printer on the walls is like, Bruh! you are charged two hundred fifty dollars, and um, some somebody from the past starts cursing and cursing, cursing to get more toilet paper because there's no toilet paper. I take it back. After you described it, I have seen that movie. I like that Max's version of perfection is there's only Taco Bell restaurants. <laughs> you told the word. And there's no spicy food. <laughs> Dude, I live spicy food. Yeah, well, you won't when you're in Demolition Man. Um, so, now I forgot my train of thought. Oh. Man. Is it time to get to the blindfold competition or is yeah, there sure. more we steps can... to get to first? <laughs> We go through the blindfold competition. So the only activity in this whole episode was they do this blindfold game where one person would put a blindfold on and stand in a semicircle around everyone else. And then somebody would get up and do something sexual to them or do something to them and then sit back down and they had to guess who did it. It got pretty raunchy really quickly, at least from what we could what some, some Something sexual is? Uh, you know, P and V. Chris, what do you do it? There's a lot more like making out, a lot of lot of touching. Yeah, a lot of heavy tongue action, like <laughs> like flip floppy tongues, you know, uh, on camera. There are some aggressive tongues throughout the episode. I would say I've been doing the, the, the whole time. <laughs> Well, hopefully you don't get used to it because there's going to be no more aggressive tongues the rest of the seven extra episodes. Well, we don't uh, know that. Maybe they're going to get fined. There's going to be some fines. If you decide you're going to kiss, it's going to be a super aggressive kiss. Like, they're <laughs> really going to milk it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's going to be all varying degrees. As we saw in the This Season On outro. Do you so, lose more money based on how long the kiss was? I hope so. Or how passionate the kiss is? It's, yeah. Did you lose any kind of a sense of like the breakdown of the fines per act? Like, do we have any kind of? It seems like, small. Watch a little bit more. Like, what happens when when somebody has an infraction? Like, do they do they get do they get fined? Like, what happens? They just like Lana comes in and says, "Hey, somebody broke the rules. You lost this much money. That's whatever. That's all that happens." Gotcha. I I would guess it's actually a. They never set a set table, and it's just kind of random whenever it happens. But you know, we 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 discussed we need to watch episode two, and we decided against it. So we we don't have these key key no. parts of minutia to talk about. I do have a little things because I watched the first like five minutes of episode two. Oh, but it doesn't get into the fine schedule there, does it? It doesn't get to the fines, but it does get into like more about what the show's actually about, and not just like. Preventing them from having sex. Well, one last it thing on the blindfolds. Like... One last thing on the blindfolds thing. So the narrator is like, you know, some stark comment of like, this is a perfectly normal thing to do with a group of people you just met, like, like they're insane. But like, how do you think this blindfold idea came up? Like, the producers put them up to it, right? Like, there's no way would, that they just came yeah. up with this idea. Why would they have blindfolds? They were nice blindfolds. Yeah, they definitely planned. Uh, one, it was one blindfold, and I'd have to leave out of these group of. 10 ridiculous people that I'm sure they somebody brought some blindfolds. That's my what? theory. I don't think this was producer-led at all. Wouldn't put it past it. That's like they, they did show that in the bedroom, there were a lot of condoms there. So maybe there were just blindfolds in the room and someone just found them and was like, oh, hey, we got to use this. I like Rob's theory. That's a good theory. All right. So we got a message about what the actual fines are. So we've got 3K for a kiss. 6K for BJ, or I guess oral. I hope that's more than just one unidirectional there. And then 20K for sex. Ooh, Ooh that's good. And you're telling nice. me, wait, so there's a group of 10 people on the show. And uh, what's like, are they going to split the money? Does somebody get voted off? What's the deal? I don't know. I just got a message. I don't know. Because like, you can't tell me like there's there's going to be some banging on the show. There's no way anybody's getting any money. So they might as well just say screw it and everybody bang everybody and just forget about the money. 
that is the question I guess we could bring up. I have a question. Like 100K between 10 people isn't a lot of money. No. They should the just, they should just go balls that, to the like wall, have six Eight. weeks of amazing fun in this house. But the producers would obviously never let this happen. But like that's what they should do. Just say, screw it. We're going to live in this awesome house for eight weeks or whatever. I uh, think that something people also didn't really understand that it was going to be split because they're just like, they're just like, oh, like what would you do with a hundred k? And like, well, you you're not getting a hundred k. Do we know it's going to be split, or are they going to start like they'll? Is this going to go bip, and they're going to start kicking some people off and bringing some new people on, and there'll be a mix, and in the end, there's going to be like one or two winners. Like we don't know. We don't know the whole the whole mechanism yet. In episode one world, you don't know. We do not know. The internet. Well, knows. no. Are you out of sight episode one world? Do you have? Do you have? news from the corner you're going to bring us when i was doing my cornering you know you, you come across things um but you know i'm just saying in our state of being in episode one we don't so you're just, you're just gonna leave us at that yeah i, I don't want to drive the spoilers unless everyone's okay like going deep in the hole how you win this game is not going to be a sport yeah uh so there are multiple winners uh and it's actually new characters that come in too uh, more people yeah, yeah, so I'm not sure when it comes in, but yeah, there's like, I forget the exact count, but it's probably like 10 winners or so. Do so, they yeah, kick people off the show? So That's my main question. 10 winners split 100k? Yeah, but also there were people eliminated, so mm. I'm assuming then there were deductions somehow, because it got eliminated. Maybe if you have sex, you get kicked off. Like, a group loses 20k and you're off the island. I think it should yeah. be like a house vote to vote you off. It's like, oh man, you guys did what? Oh man, we're going to vote you out of here now. Some sort of Big Brother situation. Uh-huh. Which we've never done, actually done Big Brother. I can't believe we haven't done Big Brother. We it did is, Celebrity is, Big Brother. It is now an MTV feeder show for, you know, the Who Put This On <laughs> We gotta challenge. do the feeder month. All oh, the feeder, feeder month. To, uh... I could get into feeder month, Chris. Can we get out of love month? Anything to get out of love month. <laughs> Two episodes is not love month. We've, we've been in this. love month for the year. This whole season. Love season. All 47 episodes. We're going to run the numbers. We have the Excel sheet now. I guess one thing we kind of touched on minutia-wise that we should probably get back to, like I want to make sure we talk about, is the uh, Harry says that he has a boyfriend dick at some point. Like right before, like, I don't know, right before the game they were playing. And it's not too big. It's not too small. It's the perfect size. Is cl- he claims. So just so if anyone, if you see it anywhere, if you want to buy that towel that Noah mentioned or mug, you know, you're you now you got the context. Chris, you're you're falling for this social media influencers thing. You're just promoting this stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll include a link in uh, in our show notes. So <laughs> now there's know. a link. What are you <laughs> doing? If, if it's not too big and not too small, should that be called a Goldilocks? I mean, there's probably a, like normal, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, what do you, <laughs> a lot of words for it, but boyfriend dick, I guess, is one. Yeah, how big do you think Goldilocks' dick was? Just to, you know, get it. Right? <laughs> Thanks, Noah. So, at the end of the episode, we get like some of the faces of these people as they find out that they're on this sex island, but aren't allowed to have sex. And they're like crushed. They're like literally their whole world has fallen apart on them. Like people are crying. People don't believe it. Like, well, the, they seem most shocked when the the no self gratification comes down as the the other part of this. Yeah. Well, if you're making a show about not having sex, I guess it's part of the. You no, know, you have to have that. Well, the, the part about that is that we, we got some minutia that the person who came up with this show actually got the idea from the Seinfeld episode. Really? <laughs> Which is pretty good. Yeah. That's what it, yeah. there's, some, there's some stuff on the internet corner that says that, I don't know if that's actually like 100% verified, but I'm, I'm going to choose to believe it. That's amazing. It's very believable. I was thinking yeah. that the from the second I started watching the show, I'm like, oh, okay. somebody saw Seinfeld, they just made it into a reality show now. Well, this is like the contest on like sterile. Like, you're literally surrounded by people that want to bang you. Because in the Seinfeld episode, you could have sex, and they all failed, and that was why they, they had to get out of the contest. Yeah. 
Yeah. So this is like the next level. Yeah, Chris, this is about building deeper relationships. <laughs> so How? a minor minutia from the beginning of the second episode was that Harry said that it, this is a horror movie. This is like the scariest movie ever because you can't have sex for the next three weeks or a month or whatever it is. So that's like the level we're talking about here. How do you how do you audit that? I, I can get that you could make sure that two people aren't having sex together, but I feel like are there cameras in the bathrooms that are like and in the showers that are tracking it's Big like Brother. everything going on? There's like, cameras everywhere. And, and there's there's a producer watching all that to sort of see what what's going on. Is this, is this how this is working? Yeah. There's definitely some kind of referee type figure who's just watching the showers, watching the bathroom. I feel like it's a simple rule, like only one person allowed in the bathroom at once. But I guess that doesn't prevent that you does, from self-gratifying. In the the self-gratifying really takes it to another level in terms of the kind of rules you have to put in place for that. Like, I feel like that's a loose rule. Like if you're in the shower, I think you can get away with it. Wait, wait, like, wait. It's not a loose rule. It's just like easy it, to break. It off. is the rule. It's not loose at all. The rule's very clear. I mean, it's the rule, and it's a rule that we were told, but then there's like, well, we can't monitor you in the shower, so do, wink, you don't, wink. You don't, you don't know that. I'm just telling you the not. You, really? Yeah. I I don't know. I don't, like, I'm, I'm not going to say that they're going to show it, but it doesn't, I wouldn't put it past I them just, to have cameras everywhere. I just don't think that they're going to have cameras in the show. There are, there are certainly reality shows that have cameras in the show. I think the challenge might have cameras in their showers. I don't know. I don't think so. Name one reality show you know that has a camera in the shower. I gotta that. feel like I've seen like bathroom shots on Big Brother. I mean, of course, they don't show shots when people are like, on the toilet, but like they show people like putting their makeup on and doing whatever. So like they have the footage. They just, you know, they edit it. Or they, they blur shit out. They, they definitely showed bathroom stuff on Temptation Island, I feel like. There was definitely some bathroom stuff in there. Awesome. Maybe this is maybe it's actually really common, and just they obviously don't show that stuff on TV. And so, without these insights to the production, we don't we don't know the the details. <laughs> we need the production details. We need we need one of us to go and have to sign the NDA and be like, okay, these are all the things you have to agree we're going to film you doing. But if we have to, we sign an NDA, then we can't talk about it. Well, not the NDA, the release that that you agree to what they're doing to you. That that that's not an NDA. That's something else. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, I don't know where I was gonna go. All right, I just I just got some something from the internet corner. This is a, a TMZ headline that was sent to me. Netflix is too hot to handle contestants poo under surveillance, camera on at all times. So cannot confirm or deny. That's the that's the message I received. <laughs> cannot confirm. No link. <laughs> Uh, another minutia that I got from the beginning of episode two was it seems like they're going to do like um, relationship counseling kind of exercises and like team building exercises that are like <laughs> that's like the point of the show it seems that they try to make the point of the show is that you're on some quote unquote the retreat and you're going to try to build like better relationships instead of just one night stands and banging because you just, they're hot and you're hot essentially, I guess is the theoretical point of the show, but is like clearly not the point of the show that we've seen. Yeah. They briefly mentioned that of like the, the you're on this show. Cause you don't have meaningful enough relationships. You got to learn to have better relationships, which I, I guess that's a bigger through line throughout the whole season than just a weird throwaway line in the middle of the episode. Yeah. It's definitely like a low key, like addict rehab. Yeah. A little bit. It, it seems like the initial like name for the show was called the retreat. Cause it's like, it kind of fits the theme much better than too hot to handle. Like the fuck is that supposed to mean? Yeah. Yeah. And at some point the assistant was like, welcome to the retreat. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was like, welcome to too hot to handle. Like, what the fuck is that? Well, they didn't say that for that reason. <laughs> I still don't know what that's supposed to mean. But they filmed this in 2019 and they were going to call it the retreat. And then sometime the marketing team got a hold of it and be like, 
the retreat's not going to work. We got to we got to improve the SEO on this thing and be like too hot to handle. There we go. Well, but, I mean, it all takes it, a quick A-B test on would you watch something called the retreat or something called too hot to handle? They put it into the algorithm. The algorithm said too hot to handle is the winner. And it is the number one <laughs> trending show on Netflix. So they're doing something right. Yeah. This is, yeah. Two, two number one, sh- their second number one show in three weeks. Yo, how many times are we going to keep falling for this Netflix algorithm? <laughs> the rest of your life, James. The rest of your life. <laughs> all right. So here's a question. We all have a minor issue with the naming of the scheme of the show or like they call it the retreat on it. What if they called it Temptation Island? <laughs> <laughs> are you proposing a different host too, Max? Some sort of um, Mark Old Mark? I mean, if you're going to bring in uh, somebody to host a show, it's got to be Mark L. Wahlberg. Like, he is the only one sadistic enough to pull this one off. So, Harrison, I got a, I got a question for you. Who's yeah. a better host, Mr. TJ or Mr. Mark L. Wahlberg? I mean, there's no question that TJ is a better host. Mark L. Wahlberg is a literal demon. Uh, <laughs> and a better lives. <laughs> for his own pleasure and enjoyment. All right. I think we're our time for ratings unless somebody has any other minutiae they really want to get into. Um, I, I, I think that one, one interesting thing is that like, it seemed like some of the people were more terrified about the fact that they were going to have to go through some kind of like program that was going to help them build deeper relationships with people than like not being able to have sex because there were like some of these people earlier on like 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 jesus and somebody else were talking about like like hey do you think you could ever have like you know like a long-term relationship with someone and he's like what do you mean like like four weeks no no no, no 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 the dude like, at no, first no. was hey man i can't imagine getting married and <laughs> the dude that asked the question was like no 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 i'm not talking about marriage yo i'm asking you if you could see yourself with this person and like I don't know, like four weeks. <laughs> yeah, and the other guy's like, nah. His eyes glossed <laughs> over and he couldn't even possibly fathom some kind of relationship going for kind of a month. <laughs> well, Jesus is very non-monogamous. Clearly. I also like the beginning of this conversation. The other guy is like, hey man, I know you're a deep thinker just like me. What do you think about this? <laughs> Yeah, that guy. That guy introed himself as, like as a deep thinker. I think he's like he's like I'm a very deep thinker. I like, think about a lot of things. Like man, yeah, I know something flips past your mind. <laughs> His name is Matthew, and everyone called him Jesus. From Colorado. Yeah, uh, Harrison, give me a rating. Who boy? Um, wow, there's a lot lot to consider here. I can't believe that they assembled this cast. This is a this cast is something else here for this show that they that they brought together. Um, I think that like on cast alone, this is looking pretty good. I don't like I don't love this. I don't love the concept of like they've created the show around like you know not being able to like have sex and like not being able to like you know do whatever they want in this crazy reality show. I don't know, but I guess if you take that away, it's just Love Island. So like that's the entire reason why the why the show exists. Um, I don't know. I think I'm gonna probably put this in in, in the middle third. Like I might I might watch you know another another episode or two, see see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Definitely definitely the, the 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 main reason to keep doing it is is the people are just like totally insane. Annabeth, what do you got for me? I'm gonna say this is bottom of the middle because i think the people are intriguing the premise is intriguing but at the same time it's kind of like a worse version of are you the one or like temptation island i kind of feel like um i feel like mostly it's kind of a worse version of are you the one where this the premise is also we're going to take people who are like bad at relationships and make them like do this thing that like maybe gets them better but are you the one also has like a puzzle that everybody gets to solve and this <laughs> one is just like you can't have a sex like Alexa is going to yell at you. So bottom in the middle, it has some promise. I will probably watch another episode. James, what do you got for me? Hmm. So, so here's the thing. 
This show reminds me a bit of a show we did a long time ago called Tool Academy. But here's the thing. Ooh. Tool uh, Academy from season one, episode five, uh, had some oh. fun to it. <laughs> and I hated every part of the show. This is bottom barrel, absolute garbage. This is trash TV on steroids. I hate the people. They are so grossly beautiful. It'll make you barf. And they know it, and they flaunt it constantly, and they're all idiots. I don't like any part of it. It is in the bottom of the bottom. And right now, here's the news. It might be in the running for worst show of the season overall. Oh. Ooh. All right, Max, what do you got? This really works for me. <laughs> is Max going polar opposite? Don't Great tell transition. me, Max. Uh, yeah, uh, for some reason, I love these stupid island shows, except for Bip, obviously. That's just garbage. Uh, top third, bottom of the top. Sorry, James, I get it. I know you hate Love Month. This really does it for me. It, it satisfies that Temptation Island need for me. It's an alternate take on. Brian, what do you got? I'm going to go top of the middle. Netflix really found a way to distribute softcore porn in mass quantities. <laughs> and, and honestly, like, I just think that, like, Netflix is just going wild with, like, random uh, romance ideas. And this one works a little bit better. I think it's going to be more fun. So I want to watch episode two, at the very least. Might change after that, though. What do you got, Noah? I really like the production of, of, the, of the show. It moved along. The casting is great. Uh, like they have this really superb character that, that fit the need of the show. That said, I think the show itself, like the premise of it, is just pretty dumb. And I think it's just going to get tired very quickly. Um, so I'm probably not going to watch another episode. But because like the actual production of it is very high quality, the behind the staff, I'm putting it in the middle, solid middle. Rob, what do you got for me? So I'm, I'm, uh, I've been a little bit conflicted about this, and I, I think I'm going to make a decision that I might, might look back and regret. I'm putting it in the top, and I'm trying to analyze. <laughs> like, I don't really like Are You the One, and I don't really like Bip, and I don't really like Love Island. And I'm like, why? What is this show was more amusing? I think it was just that, as Harrison was talking about, these contestants were just so ridiculous that. It was less boring than the usual, like, intros. They're just kind of getting to know each other. They're just going way past what I was expecting to, like, an incredible degree that it really kind of captured my attention. And so I'm, you know, I, I was feeling good about it. And so I'm, I'm going to put in the top. And then, you know, in, in two weeks, I might be like, what was I thinking? I'm an idiot. But uh, there you go. That's my in-the-take moment. In-the-moment take. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with middle third. I just, I also don't feel like I have gotten enough of the show. Like we've got this intro episode, which introed everyone, but I didn't get to see what it's like for them not to have any <laughs> sex or anything. So like, I don't know what that is going to be like and what the rest of the show is really going to feel like. So I can't put it in the top and I don't think it's necessarily bad. So I'm not going to put it in the bottom. So I'm going to put it in the middle and I'll reserve my right to change it if I watch more, which I might side TV this because this feels very side TV-ish. So uh, maybe next week I'll have a better idea of where I would actually put it. But I think middle third's probably where it's going to stay. So we're going to go with middle third. Um, in the updates realm, we've got our Top Chef Fantasy League. Harrison, I've got some bad news for you. Not tell me. I know what this bad news is. <laughs> uh, Jen is out, and so is Angelo. So uh, you have a grand total of four points, and you will stay at four points. You tell me there's a chance. What about there Last is Chance no Kitchen? Chance. Oh. Angelo, <laughs> Jen is out of Last Chance Kitchen. Oh. <laughs> You're done. No chance is what, is what I'm hearing. You are guaranteed to be in last place. Man. 
There's no negative points. People can't go backwards. No, we can't go backwards. Maybe someone will throw an interception or something. I'm still holding out. Let's see. (laughs) Can't go backwards. Max, uh, Gregory won this week, one of your players. So you're uh, moving up in the world. You are currently the winner with 16 points. You're Uh, the leader. Followed by Noah with 15 points. Fuck you, Noah. (laughs) Man. 12. I have 10. Ianabeth has nine, and uh, James has seven. Not last. Not last. <laughs> what about me? You didn't. You didn't say my. Score. You're you're in last. I did. I said you had four. Forever four, Forever aka four. last place. Forever. Um, <laughs> Loser. And I I've actually been watching the show, and I find it pretty boring. It's very cookie cutter. I'm just like, well, you're cooking. You cook something. <laughs> It was good or bad, I don't really know because I can't taste it. And I can get a kind of a sense, but I don't know. Chris, how are you doing in your other Top Chef Fantasy League? (laughs) Uh, So my other one, I am winning, but I just lost Jen. So not going to look great. (laughs) I have uh, Kevin left, though, so got to root for Kevin. So you know, Brian and I are conflicting because we both have Kevin in different fantasy leagues. So, so, so Chris, are you watching this show simply to tally it up, or are you watching it because you're interested? Um. So initially, I was doing it to to like get the points, but then Wikipedia has like just a much easier way to, to, to look it up. So I just go to Wikipedia after I watch the show. Because A, it tells me who won Last Chance Kitchen, which, fuck, I don't want to watch that. And then <laughs> sometimes, like, the names go by super fast, and I don't really know who the hell they are, so, like, it's just easier. Um, so, I don't know. I might just drop it and use Wikipedia. I don't know. It feels weird. It feels weird to, like, go look it up on Wikipedia. I know Noah has no qualms with that, but it feels weird. <laughs> We've uh, been watching uh, the Last Chance Kitchen stuff a little bit, and it's actually kind of interesting. Like, it seems like what they've been doing is like they like they make you like compete in your redemption round, like on the thing that you messed up on, basically. So it's like if you got out for like bad chicken, like you're gonna have to cook chicken again, like to to be able to to like earn your place, kind of thing. Oh, kind of redeem yourself. Yeah. I feel like my issue with it is like I, you know, my parent, I have a DVR. And I click on watch Last Chance Kitchen or watch Top Chef or whatever. I'm like, well, how do I go watch like Last Chance Kitchen? Yeah, I mean, it's probably on demand if you search for it, I think. Yeah, I just, I'm lazy. So there's stuff to watch. Rob, has there been an update for me? Well, I got some kind of update is that last week, this episode was a recap episode of favorite performances and recap and clues and credit to Hulu who didn't show it as a regular new episode. And so I was like, wait, where's the new episode? And looked and it was like categorized as a special episode. And so I didn't watch it. Uh, so no unmasking last week. Uh, so we'll see, uh, see what, what happens. Does next. that mean it's done? Like they don't have any new episodes left. I was like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do too much searching because I, uh, Mass Singer, you got to watch the spoilers. But uh, I, I got a notification. There's another new episode tonight. So I, I think it's. I think they just are trying to stretch out that content when you know they, they, they don't have their usual production and sports running. They, they got to fill the time with what they got. So they just put some more Mass Singer uh, in there. Makes sense. Uh, any other? Anybody want to shout out or anything else? Um, I'll give a shout out to uh, Better Call Saul. The last season just ended, or not? There's one more season left, but it is really good. It's starting to heat up a lot. Um, highly recommended. And uh, Westworld's going on. We got two more episodes left. I'm enjoying the season. It's it's different, which I guess is not necessarily I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> People with their <laughs> people are doing earmuffs, Chris. <laughs> people doing earmuffs. I'm uh, not gonna spoil it. So it's, it's different from season one and two. It's, I mean, better than two, I think, at this point. But we'll see how they land it at the end of the season. So, um, I guess that's it for us this week. 
Um, you can find us on Twitter at Who This On. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Who This On. You can ask questions and suggestions at Who This On at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Even one episode five thing you mentioned, that, that Tool Academy viewing was totally my recommendation. I like basically talked about it forever. And then I was like, hey, guys, you guys got to do it. And that's, I, I've loved to look at me ever since college. Me and my friends get, used to get together and watch it live on, like, Tuesdays or Wednesdays whenever it was on. Um, yeah. Since no one seemed to care about spoilers earlier, that it's basically like BIP, where, like, if you were not getting into a relationship, that's how you get out of the show. Oh. Oh. That's kind of interesting because, like, I was just thinking, like, hey, I would just be, like, if I didn't make like, like a relationship on that first day and then they announced that you like get fined 6,000 bucks if you kiss somebody or whatever, I just wouldn't be trying to make a relationship with anybody. But it's not like you get fined. It's like the pool of money gets fined. Exactly. So, no, so, like, so making out, banging actually doesn't get you kicked off the show at all. That just reduces the when well, the pool money. For sure. Right. And so, so those two things are kind of detached, which is nice. No, I know. But I think that like, if you so but if you aren't trying to have a relationship with anybody then you will get kicked off just separately so like if you're if you're like you know avoiding like like the the, the sex temptation by just not trying to have a relationship you're just going to get off the show yeah yeah so this basically is telling you you have to make a relationship but you can't do too much yeah pretty much oh we didn't get into the whole you could cuddle thing really no cuddle well, that didn't really come up to episode two so apparently you can shower together what <laughs> wait touching no touching that seems like that, a lot of touching wasn't clear to me on that front but showering together is within the rules and they are being filmed I've shower. so they said you can't do anything sexual can you masturbate no, no they I'm, said that they were that very, very clear Max there was no Max. no confusion about that yeah. paying attention about it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> it BJ I have a question for you when they said no BJ's, is it like were they like, is it specifically BJ's or was it like no reciprocating, like no cunnilingus either? Who said no BJ's? You said no BJ's. You that did. was the fine for a BJ. No, I said there's a fine for a BJ. So that fine, all the fine information that I know is because the show has happened. <laughs> oh. What happened and what the fines were. No, it's not a rule book. It's more like, hey, this is what happened, so this is what we infer. So it could be like the further you go in, the higher the fines go. No. I read through all the fine scores. I don't know what to tell you. You said there was no rule book. Now you're I, telling me you read the rule book? No, I'm telling you I read the history of the show, and I can tell what happened with the kisses, and the, the number did not go high. You did spoiled yourself? I warned the spoilers before talking about the fines. <laughs> but like you, you're on episode three. I figured you were spoiling up to episode three. No, he declared spoilers. It's fair game. I'm in VJ's corner. No, Spoil no, away. Fine. I don't really care. Like the amount I care about this show is very small. <laughs> no, no, there was not. Okay. Like in, I basically read through all the fines for the season. And that's how I gave you the, the three things. Okay. I'm assuming if there was like if there was kind of lingus, there would be a way to find also sixteen K or whatever the number or what's the number? Six K. That seems small. Like a kiss is like half a BJ, like that I don't know. It seems like a, a very like a much bigger step. And then and then it goes from six K to twenty K to have sex, like that's it seems like the six number needs to be like 14-ish. Yeah, the three to six seems like as long as you're going to do the three, you might as well just go and get the six. Yeah, it, the, the numbers seem a little off. But I guess if you do it both ways, then you're at 12. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, that, that must be how it works. But it's like, so like the kiss it would be like 1.5 because you're both kissing, it's three. Yeah, I guess if you were like just kissing the mirror, it might be 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess very suspect. Off, does that mean jerking off would be 10? I feel like jerking off would still be 6, right? Or 3. 
or four. I, like this, it's kind of confusing now. <laughs> what if we were the producers? What would we say they should be? I would have said the, the blowjob should have been like closer to fourteen. I think you really gotta like up these things. The pool of money needs to be higher. Like it needs to be a million dollars. Like what? What are we doing with a hundred k here? The hundred k just no. makes this show immediately not interesting. It's just like, oh, right. why does anybody care? Just yeah. go for it. I, again, just do whatever. The hundred k definitely. Oh, oh is not... I don't. I, uh, I don't know if you saw the in the end of the first episode. They say like you know next up on the, the next episode, whatever. Basically, one of the people is just rich, and so they're like, "Fuck it, I don't care. I'm gonna lose other people money." Right. That may also like you know again, it's a hundred k across ten people, so it's ten k, and it's for like what two months of your time, like not a ton of money. Are they also on top of the bonus part? Are they still getting paid the normal like reality TV show like stipend or whatever it is? Everyone on these shows gets paid a per episode fee. So they, they really have no reason to care then. You're like, getting paid. Anything you're getting a reasonable, vacation. it's probably, you know, could be I, I, a thousand bucks, could be months. like a hundred bucks. I have to imagine this whole show is like within a month. Yeah. Yeah, it was about a month. Like they said it started in March and ended in April. So Yeah. Within a month, and then like the hundred k is the max prize money, right? Like they're losing money in the process. Yeah, yeah, and they're and never getting an opportunity to win any back, right? Well, like they're only that? losing. I don't know. On the Wikipedia, they end at seventy five k. I I I know the answer if you can win back or not. If you guys want to know, okay. Yeah, no, go go for it. I mean, yeah. Noah already said they get seventy five total. So oh, yeah, but yeah. but they go lower and then come back up. Ah, okay. So they do. Got it. And there's like. How do, how do they get points? Like, they yeah. by having meaningful relationships in some format. They they basically get some challenges, like relationship challenges, and they do it. Like answer a question about this person, like that. No, I think like one of the things I read was basically they they are all they two of them go on a date and they're doing good, and then they're asked they're given the opportunity to spend the night together, and if they don't do anything, then they go in the closet. 